Spirit Radio Podcasts. It's Kieran here this morning in for Jackie and I hope you're having a wonderful Saturday. Now my next guest has published a book in which he interviewed 20 Irish sports stars about their passion for sport and about their faith and the book is called Faith in Search of Greater Glory in Sport and I'm delighted to have its author Gerard Gallagher on the line now. Good morning Gerard. Good morning Kieran. nice to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. Now, you have a quote from Pope Francis in the book where he talks about the Olympic motto of faster, higher, stronger and says that sport is an invitation to develop the talents God has given us. Was that part of the inspiration behind the book? Uh, part of it, yes. Um, the, the, the greater part of it is I, I got to know some of these sports people and there is more to them than meets the eye. Uh, sport is about ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Um, and so Pope Francis is right to quote that motto. But actually, I was in Rome recently and I presented my copy of the book, but there's actually a fourth word there now as part of the Olympic motto, and it's the word together. So there's a, kind of, it's not just faster, higher, stronger, it's actually also together. So sports people do these things on their own. They work on teams. Um, there's people watch sport from the sidelines. So we all participate in sport in different ways, Kieran. And my, my intrigue behind this book was, could we tell a story about these great people from Ireland and beyond and if they have a faith story to tell, and actually it surprised me how many people in sport have a faith story and a spiritual side that they work on hard. Well, wow. and so you interviewed a large number of people, young, old, different sports, all sorts of backgrounds. Um, their faith seems to have been something they grew up with, with their family. You yes, kind of hinted at it there. You're kind of surprised the, the, the depth of the faith among all these people. When you and there was different categories of them as well. Some of them were completely 100% signed up members of faith, okay, uh, from childhood right through. Others came to faith later in life. Um, others used their faith um, as part of their sport. You know, the runners, you know, uh, the athletes, you know, there was prayer and dressing rooms beforehand privately. Um, it's not, not just Catholics. Either. There's Christians here all over the, from different traditions as well. So all these people bring their faith into their sport. Um, I love the quote from Keir McGeehan, uh, who is one of our greatest runners currently. And, and she says, you know, she had the strong spiritual side, but on the track, it's all me. And that's echoing a lot of things that are in the book in terms of sport. A lot of them recognize the gift that they have been given. Now, we would say that gift comes from God, and they recognize that as well. But they want to do something with that gift. And that's a challenge to every one of us Christians out here, is how do we maximize the gifts that God has given us? These people do it on the field. Other people do it in, in life in different ways. These are just sports people, ordinary people, who work that gift that God has given them and do the best they can with it. And, and come up with some, as you said, really extraordinary results. Yeah. Now, it's it's kind of counterintuitive to think of people praying in the dressing room before a game. I know it used to happen years ago, but these days you don't expect some of these high-powered athletes to be concentrating on that just before a game. But you found yeah, that some that's... of them actually do turn to prayer absolutely. just before they. No, no, absolutely. Like you know, the boxers pray before they go out onto the you know the, to the ring. Um, Josh Vanderflyer is in the book, and you know, Josh says that on the way to the matches. You know, he would, he would have a short prayer um, just to kind of centre himself. Um, Kieran Carey, the great Limerick um, hurler, uh, used to go down to the toilet and say a private prayer at the toilet, literally just to kind of focus himself. Um, other teams, um, um, would, they wouldn't necessarily have a prayer as such. You know, Sean Kelly said his action of prayer was to bless himself on, on, on the bike just before some of the races that he was involved in as well. Ronnie Delaney, you know, uh, he won the gold in Melbourne. His instinct, uh, not not decision, his instinct was to drop on his knee and, and say a prayer. Um, so these are great people, heroes of Ireland, and, and yet at some point, at their highest moment of glory, they can give praise for that as well. 
Isn't, isn't it wonderful that the book is able to actually highlight that because a, a lot of young people are short of role models these days and the ones they turn to are often the sporting heroes. And, yeah, uh, and, and, and you know, Kieran, they have this conversation. It's not just about the guys from, you know, the, the international teams coming on the pitch and bless themselves. There's actually more behind that. You know, these are rituals that people have. Uh, you know, we come from churches where rituals are very important. And, you know, each and every one of them has some kind of ritual. And I guess, you know, on the pitches around Dublin today or on the roads where people are running or cycling, you know, people are having little conversations in their head. I'd like to think some of them are having conversations with God. I hope this book actually is a hook for people to normalise. You can do your sport and you can also do your faith as well. Which is a great message to get across, in fairness. Now, there was another interesting question you asked them. How would they like to be remembered? Um, Yes. Quite poignant, actually, because I think one of the people you asked was Brian Mullins. Is that right? Absolutely. And, you know, the, the day I actually gave the, the book to Pope Francis and he asked me who the people were and I pointed to Brian and I just said Brian is not very well at the minute. Little did I know on the following Monday I had hoped to meet Brian to give him his book and Brian had died literally around the moment that I was presenting the book. And he said he leaned towards God and he got a sense of purpose for what, the, what his word should be. And basically he was trying to give his best. And each and every one of these sports people, I asked him that question. I didn't tell him in advance. I just surprised them. And a lot of them had never thought about their legacy. Um, and a lot of them, you know, are really much at peace with God. Uh, some of them aren't finished yet. Their spiritual journey is continuing. But Brian, I thought, was, uh, was very poignant, um, his, his particular quote. And, and a phenomenal sportsman and a phenomenal person as well. That's, oh, these that's are a, tough people, you know, yeah. Kieran. You know, these are not tough people at all. These are tough, tough people. Um, and yet, you know, they have that spiritual side. Like Ger Brennan, uh, both a good friend of mine and a very famous Dublin footballer, one of the hardest people on the pitch, and yet he prayed that nobody would get hurt, as he said, too much. You know, but he prayed for himself and he prayed for his teammates on the pitch. Um, Tony Reagan, a, a Galway hurdler, says, walking out onto Crow Park, 82,000 people, he says that was a spiritual experience. So there's more going on in these sports people, and I think we need to have these conversations now as religious leaders and as people like myself who work alongside some of the younger people. We, we need to kind of bring God into these conversations and normalise it, not kind of keep it to the extreme kind of conversations. And I think this is a great way to do it. Now, it sounds like it would make a fantastic Christmas present for somebody interested in sports. Now you're talking yeah. here, I, think that I do actually think this is a Christmas present book um, for the people who might read one sports book a year. Um, you know, take a risk and, and you know pop it there. It's in all the bookshops, by the Great. way. Great, you know, it's in all all the all good bookshops, as they say. Yeah, yeah, and support your local bookshop or your very task. But it's in Easton's. It's online. But if there is a bookshop or a parish shop or a church shop, put it in there because let's have these conversations. And if you can't give it away for present, you just never know the spiritual uh, stuff that might. Be yeah, in the ripple effect of something like that could be incredible. Jared, it's a fantastic work. Uh, well done and uh, fascinating. You. I could talk for hours about it, but they won't let me. <laughs> but it was a pleasure. <laughs> talking to you this morning. We can go back another day. With oh, absolutely, we'd love to. I'm sure there are loads of stories there. We've only touched the surface. Oh, yeah, and for every person in this book, I could have had a different person in terms of a well-known sports person. So, so faith is quite alive. And, you know, the title is For the Greater Glory of God in Sport. Okay, and that's taken from the Jesuits, AMDG, For the Greater Glory. Um, so we give glory for all those that are out there on the sidelines today, working with children and sports and whatever. We give glory and we just pass that on. That is wonderful. Jared Gallagher, thank you so much for sharing your book, Faith in Search of Greater Glory. And as Jared said, available now in all good bookshops and would make a fantastic Christmas present for someone you know who's into their sport. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.